we're talking on this, this new theme about wise up, okay? <coughs> These are kind of words of wisdom. Um, and uh, today I'm going to be talking to you about taking rest. Sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? Um, I think over the summer, it seems like a particularly um, important thing that actually I want to show you that it's not just, oh, yeah, 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 take, take a bit of time off, yeah. I want to show you that it's actually right in the heart of creation. I'm going to show you that actually it's there and that God's whole plan for us is that actually everything we do and everything we create and everything that actually comes out, it actually comes out of a place of rest. Comes out of a, a place where we're uh, actually not all caught up in all the kind of busyness, but actually we're resting. And actually out of those things, out of that place, we're coming and we're bringing uh, depth and fruit uh, and uh, all the things that we need for our lives, for our families, for our church, for our friends, for ourselves. Okay? And I want to say that, so it's a really key thing. It's not just a kind of, yeah, 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 I know I need to take a bit more time off. It's actually saying, no, this is a command. This is something that's right in the very beginning, the very heart of God for us. And we skip it at our peril. Uh, and we're actually disobeying God when we don't take proper rest. Okay? It's kind of disobedience, that's what I'm trying to say to you. Um, I'm putting it on that sort of level. First of all, I want to catch you up in a long passage, uh, taking you right back to the beginning of the Bible. And we've been singing a lot about this, about God's wonderful glory and creativeness. Um, and so we're going right back to Genesis 1. And I want to start right there uh, in this mega picture that is portrayed before us of God creative, creativeness um, and where that leads us to. So quite a long passage. <clears throat> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light and there was light and God saw the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning one day. Then God said, let there be an expanse in the middle of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters which were below and the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning a second day. And God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees on the earth bearing fruit after their kind with seed in them. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind, and trees bearing fruit and seed in them after their kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, a third day. 
And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heaven to separate the day and the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning a fourth day. And God said, let the waters teem with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens. And God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm after their kind and every winged bird after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, a fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind, cattle, creeping things, beasts of the earth after their kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after their kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us... Make man in our image, according to our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every living thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. He blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God saw what he had made and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, a sixth day. Chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed and all their host. And by the seventh day, God completed his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he'd done. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Let's just pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the majesty of your creation. And Lord, right now, we just want to say we give you honor and glory for all you are on all that you have created. Amen. We see right at the beginning of the Bible the account of God's work of creation. But the writer doesn't stop there. He makes the point that God rested on the seventh day. In fact, it says he rested from all his work which he'd created and made. Unlike us, This wasn't because he was just tired out. It wasn't because he had brain ache after all that creation. Why was it? Why was it that he actually rested on the seventh day? Why not finish it at six days? Why include that important part? Well, I think he's demonstrating something to man And he's saying that actually part of my creation was this day as well. A lot of, I was creating and creating and creating, but actually I also created this space, this 
this time of rest. I created this. Not only did I create the birds and the animals and the, you know, the, the stars and the fish and man, but I created a day to rest. He created a day to rest. <clears throat> he created a Sabbath day. He's showing us the importance of rest. Otherwise, if you think about it, we'd have a pattern that is like, yeah, God worked really hard for six days. This is the pattern. Works really hard. And this is the pattern that I want for mankind. Work hard like I work hard. God does want us to work hard. But we see that it's vitally important that we actually rest. Okay? That there's actually this time of just stopping. Stopping. It says he blessed it and he sanctified it. By blessing, he's saying, this is good. This is a good thing. This is what I approve of this. Do this. Sanctifying means making it holy. This rest idea was not man's idea. It was God's idea. He's not simply saying take a break. But he's saying this is a divine thing. This is, by copying this, you're copying me. This is what I'm doing. I work hard, but actually I'm resting. Um, it's a pattern I want you to follow. We live in a society, don't we, that, um, you know, even in my lifetime, I've seen sort of Sundays change hugely, uh, where shops are, you know, open the whole seven days. Um, and just looking up on sort of websites, you can see that the law is that, you know, if you are a shop worker, you can opt out of working on a Sunday, um, unless you're specifically contracted to work that day, okay? It's interesting looking back historically. Henry Ford, okay, that great car manufacturer in 1926, he did this, he gave a clear lead on restricting labor by closing down his factories on a Saturday and on a Sunday. <clears throat> you know, when everybody else was kind of going for it and actually just thinking, no, come on, we just need to work, we're, we're trying to beat the opposition. He said, no, I'm gonna just, we're not gonna work on these two days. Close all the factory lines down. We're just gonna rest on these two days. It was, it was, it was radical. <laughs> uh, and I think he, he set something in that was saying, actually, this is important. What's important? It's important that my workers rest. It's important that they have time with their families. It's important that they actually, it's, you know, that actually it's, I think we're going to do better as a company because actually we've taken proper rest. And actually we're going to be more alive and energetic on the other days if actually we take proper rest on those two days. We just stop. And I think there's also a sense of, and I think it, this applies to us, there's a sense that he's trusting that actually, if I do this, 
that actually we're still going to be a great company. We're not going to lose out on that. That actually we're actually going to do better because I actually make sure that my workers have proper rest. And as a sort of demonstration, I'm saying that actually it's not, I'm just not saying, oh, I've just got to work as hard as I can. I'm saying there's some other things in it that actually I think produces better productivity. Obviously, workers end up staying more, don't they? They actually think, actually, I want to stay with you. I, you, you want me. I, you know, this is a great place to work. You know, because actually I'm getting these proper days off. Um, the early uh, Christian reformer, Lord Shaftesbury, in the UK, campaigned to reduce the working hours of people to no more than 10 hours a day. So we actually have that. We have, you know, uh, restrictions. Otherwise, it was just work from morning till night, no stop. And actually, we had reformers, Christian guys, who got involved in Parliament to say, no, we need to restrict these things. Interestingly, back to Genesis, God sees his creation. It's these seven days. The seventh, although resting, is part of the whole thing. You know, the, this is the amazing thing, is that you know, those other, and I read you those other six-day creative events, there's only one day out of those seven that you and I can imitate. We can't, <laughs> we can't create in the way that he's created. All those things are all like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's God. All right, we can't do any of those things. But we can do this thing. We can rest. Yeah? We can come into weekend. That's how we, and he's saying, yeah, you can't do all those, but you can do this. Rest. Come rest with me. Come rest with me. This is part of your, your, your partaking in my sort of creativeness. Come rest with me. So it's quite an important thing that we see that. Come into or under the rest that is God's rest for us. So we sort of come into his rest. It's not, it's, we come into his rest. It's, it's God's rest, as we'll see in a moment in, in Hebrews. That we, we come into his rest, okay? It's set aside. It's, this word sanctified. It's set apart. We, we set apart this day. These are sort of labor-intensive days, but we set apart a day or a time. It's not just a day. It's a time, a period of time where we're saying... I'm setting this part aside as a, as a sanctified thing that I'm not going to work in. I'm not going to answer emails. I'm not going to kind of, oh, well, I'll just do this, this, and this. I'm going to set it aside as a sacrosanct point where I'm saying I'm not going. I'm not going to let other things eat into this. It's very important. We're going to look at working and look at families in a moment. It's very important that actually... We're disciplined about it. We, you actually have to be very disciplined about it. I have to be very disciplined about it. Very, very easy to just kind of, particularly today, you know, with our smartphones and just, oh, I'll just check that. I'll just look at that. I'll just have a look. And I'll just, and we get into it. And then we say, oh, hang on. Well, where have you gone? Anne could say to me. You know, suddenly you're, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're into this email now. You know, I thought this was going to be our time together. I thought we would, we'd set this aside, this time aside. You said this was going to be some great time together. Now you've caught up in this issue. 
Now you're thinking about it, aren't you? You're not really thinking about this me anymore. You're, you're off. You're, you're, your mind's off somewhere else now. We can all do that. We're all working. We can all do that. We can all end up where we're actually then suddenly we're off somewhere else. We, we've got to set proper time aside that's sacrosanct. Okay. God set time aside. said, I'm not letting other things kind of eat into this. I think, you know, today we live in a a place where there's a whole science, interestingly, uh, on resting. And I'm I'm very aware of it recently, um, having kind of watched some of those kind of uh, healthy programs on the the TV. Uh, You know, uh, know, very... (laughs) I was glad to see that actually I can lose more weight by taking rest uh, after exercise than just by working it through. Did you know that? That actually if you work, if you, if you really go at it and then you stop, you actually are going to lose more weight than if you just keep going and keep going. You actually, the rest is a really important part. So, so you actually have kind of go for it for you know, a couple of minutes and then stop for a minute and then go for it again. For, and actually if you have that and they were sort of showing it scientifically that it actually is better for you. So it's about letting the body recoup. So there's actually science in this thing. There's the same sort of stuff that you know, is about uh, eating and about giving your body sort of you know, gap days where you kind of have maybe more, more um, protein and so on and other days where it's slightly simpler. So they have, you, know, you have that. They, have, they certainly have the same thing with alcohol. My, one of my sons kind of works with alcohol abuse and kind of seeing that actually even in just sort of casual drinking, if you're drinking every day, it's going to really do you in. You actually, you know, even the, the sort of middle class casual drinkers that are actually, you need to have days where you're not just having that little glass of wine. That's what's going to do you in. And, it, and it's, you know, you, these are kind of scientific things that are now coming. Um, I read this, that if you uh, this is for the students here. Uh, if you take a nap after studying, and you are going to retain more information in the long term. Yeah? Interesting, isn't it? Um, and also, resting helps build up our immune system. So it's also about, you know, if we don't rest properly, we're, we're actually going to run ourselves down. We're actually, we've got to take proper rest, proper sleep. Um, I think it is hard at times. I'm not saying it's easy. I think it is hard at times to take proper rest. Uh, we, we often live very stressed out, pressured lives. Um, and as I said before, in, in some ways the new technology sort of means that whereas, whereas it was much more difficult to contact me when I was, say, 20 years ago when I was working in social work, there was no... There was no mobile phones so somebody could ring me up. You know, they, they'd have to wait till they got into the office, and then they'd contact me, and I'd actually pick up that message. And so you had, you had this period of time where you were traveling, where you had break, you had gap. Uh, and I think it's now, it's all running in, it's all blurring in. And I think it's, very, I think it's even more important, is what I'm saying that actually we, we learn how to slow down and how to actually give ourselves space where we're saying this is a email-free day or a you know, 
tax-free day and, and those kind of things that we build that in. I think it, it's hard, you know, as you can see when you sort of watch um, Bear Grylls on the island, you know, they're desperate for their phones, you know, and, <laughs> you know, it's those sort of things, almost as desperate for their phones as they are for, for a decent lunch, you know, it's kind of, it's a huge thing and I think we must make sure that we uh, take that rest and it's, it's not just about recouping, it's also about creativity. So what I want to say is that I think that our cr most creative times come out of our down times. Okay? So actually creating, so actually when I say creating, I'm talking about not just sort of the carry on kind of like, this is, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing, this is the day, this is the routine, but actually, actually saying, actually I'm going to, we're going to do some new things. We're going to do some different things. We're going to, well, let's change this a bit. Those creative ideas actually happen more when we take rest time. Because then we're just sort of coming out of it. We're coming out of the, the, the run of the mill, if you like. And we're, we're having times where we can create. I'm not saying that, um, I, I, I don't want to, you mishear me when I'm talking about the Sabbath. I think, you know, in times past, people have got very caught up on, you know, is it a Saturday? Is it a Sunday? What are we saying? You know, I think the issue that we're hearing from God is that it's not about what day. It's about, it's about taking a day, if you understand what I'm saying. So for some of us, nowadays, we are having to work on Sundays and Saturdays and so on, Okay. And that, that is our, that's our society. The issue is, it's about are you taking a day where you are having this, this gap day, this day where you're having complete space? Are you creating that day? And you've got to be disciplined about that. That's what I think God's saying. It's not about, is it, is it a Sunday? I think it's, is it a time where you're saying, this day I'm not going to be working. I'm not going to be doing that uh, and getting into that where I'm actually going to keep myself clear of that. I think that's what it's about. God knows what's good for us. Hebrews 4, 9 says, so there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. I'll just keep the scripture up a bit. Um, by stopping from our own sort of frenetic, frantic work, we are saying, I trust you, God, to accomplish this. So what I'm saying here is that it's a, it's a statement of trust. You have sat down. You have completed all that was needed. Okay, Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father because he said, it's done. It is now completed. What, everything? Yes, I've completed all that actually God the Father gave me to do. I've completed it. And I've sat down. Actually, I've I've obeyed him. It now for anyone, anyone 
can actually have access and eternal life and salvation because of what he did. Anyone. And I completed it. It's not, it's not something that's still kind of how is the salvation of man ever going to happen? How are you going to know God? How are you going to be reunited with God? It's completed. It's completed. And he sat down just as, just as they, okay, so it was a, it was a plural, they created, uh, they were involved in creation, that creation um, story that we read at the beginning. They, they sat down, it is finished. And we come into his finished work. I think it's amazing that God destined that we, all that we are and all that we do comes out of rest. All we create comes out of God's completed work. God speaks in the Ten Commandments in uh, Exodus 10. And he says, remember the Sabbath. This wasn't a new concept. This was, this was remember. Remember how I put this in. All of what man does emanates out of his trust of God. So what I'm saying here is that actually taking this rest, taking this place, is actually saying, I am totally trusting you. I'm trusting you. What am I trusting you for? I'm trusting you um, for my work, okay? I'm, I'm going to speak here just about working a second. I'm trusting you that for the staff or a patient at work or children's welfare or the productivity of the business that could mean if targets are not reached, layoffs. <clears throat> I'm trusting you that actually you're in charge. We, look, we work long hours to ensure that we can try and do the best job that we can. But ultimately, we're not in control of everything, are we? Yeah, we're not in control of everything. We can do so much, but we're not in control. We're all too aware that what we're wanting to achieve is not... By, by just working more and more and more hours, it's just not going to do it. So what we actually got to come into, we've got to come into that place as Christians where we're saying, God, creator God, God in charge of the universe God, God in charge of my business God, or my work, or the particular work that I'm doing right now, or the patience that I've got right now. I'm trusting you that you're in charge. And by taking rest, we're saying, I'm not just going to keep working and keep working. I'm going to actually say, no, God, God I, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you for these. I'm trusting you that you're in charge, that you're the one. You're the one who's got to make it all happen. So there's a real sense of faith. Do you hear this? By taking rest, I'm, I'm making a real statement of faith. I'm saying, you know what? I believe that you're in charge of all this. And I'm actually, I can sit down and rest. And it's going to be all right, because I'm trusting you. So we're taking a, it's a faith statement. Mm -hmm. We're taking a faith statement. Okay. I think it's rather similar, in a similar way as I was thinking about it. We, we, we have things that we make faith statements that sort of are opposite of how you'd think they would be. 
So you'd think, oh no, we just got to keep working. No, actually, there's a faith statement by saying, no, I'm going to actually, I'm going to stop working and I'm going to trust you. We we do the same thing with money. So we tithe, okay? We give our money to God, and we're saying, but how? What about my finances? Well, how am I going to pay such and such? How am I going to sort that out? What about the kids? What about the the so and so? And actually, when we, we're saying, no, actually, I'm going to set aside, we do the same thing. I'm going to set aside this money, just as I'm going to set aside this time of Sabbath rest. I'm going to set aside this money, and I'm going to say, it's for you. And I'm going to trust you, Lord, that you are going to look after all my needs. If I put you first, I'm going to, you're going to look after everything that I need. You're going to look after my family. And I'm going to set it aside, and I'm going to trust you with it. Okay? And that's what we do. We do we, and the Bible's full of that, of actually there's, there's things that we're doing that is saying this is a statement of trust. This is a statement of faith. When we're, when we're giving, just to say that, it's a statement of worship and it's a statement of faith. We're saying I'm trusting God with my finances. Every time I'm giving money, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm trusting you with all that I need and all my future and all those things that I could sit and worry about for hours, I'm trusting you. And it's the same thing when I'm taking rest. I think we'd be good to take a leaf out of Henry Ford's book. Um, Clearly, he was very successful, as I said before. But I think that, you know, I love this quote. Let's just have a look at this. If I'd asked people what they wanted, they'd have said, faster horses. (laughs) And I just wonder whether, you know, this amazing ability to see what the future, and to see it in a way which was outside of where it had been, this creativity, also that he was coming out of this, he was a creative man, and it came out of that. I just wonder that. Uh, we need innovative thinking. God, God wants us to be people who don't just, just do what was done, but actually saying, how do we, Lord, we want to bring new things that actually are going to be brought, are going to change the society today, that is actually going to change hearts for you today. How do we... Give us some creativity to help us how to do that. Also, um, I was just kind of aware in the worship, and I uh, just reminded of this scripture in uh, Mark 4, uh, was the parable of the seed. And it says, you know, the, the kind of farmer sows his seed, and then he goes to bed, and he sleeps. And he gets up by day, and the seed sprouts and it grows. And there's that sense that Jesus is saying, you know what? Even when the farmer's sleeping, what I've done is growing. <laughs> he's not doing a darn thing, he's just sleeping and it's growing. Because that's the way seeds do, you know. And I think it's so important, again, that we have that sense that, you know what? God is still at work, whether we're kind of frantically running around or whether we're actually just saying, I'm, I'm going to rest 
right now. And God's at work. Yeah, we must catch that. God's at work. I love it that God's at work in the church. You know, I, as you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some time out myself um, to actually have a sabbatical. Uh, and I'm ha- taking some time out. This is, I won't be preaching again until probably October or something. Um, and I'm taking some time out. And why am I doing that? Because actually, I feel like it's something which God's just kind of pressing on me and saying, take a, take a proper rest. Trust God for the church. Uh, it has been 20 years since I've, <laughs> I've never done this. Uh, and actually take a, a chunk of time don't get it all involved in all the kind of leadership decisions and everything else, okay? People's lives. Actually, just connect with me, connect with family, just have some rest. And I also believe that it's going to be a time of creativity, a time where God's going to bring some new things and going to speak. And actually, and now there's this. And we need that. We need creativity. There was a guy called Edward de Bono says, there is no doubt that creativity is the most important resource of all. Without creativity, there would be no progress and we'd forever be repeating the same patterns. God wants us to rest because of our families and our marriages. You know, as a parent, you can only do so much. And there's a whole load that you just got to trust God about with your children. Anna and I used to remind ourselves that these children that we have, and God blessed us with quite a lot, um, <laughs> but they're only loaned. They're only loaned to us, didn't we? Um, they're His children, and He's loaning. Us them and saying, would you look after these children and raise them well? Raise them to love me. Raise them to know what it is to have good parents and lead them in that way. They're not our possessions. And we need to keep giving that back to God and saying they, they're yours. I want to say that to parents today that are kind of struggling a bit, thinking, this is kind of a lot, this is quite tough, I don't quite know how to do this. Just remember, look, actually they're God's children. Lord, help me, help me to look after the children you've given me. To be honest, I, looking back on it, I wish I'd actually spent a bit more time when they were young. I think for us, Anne and I, our, our finances were tight. We had six kids. We were pioneering a new church in a council estate in Newcastle. Um, it took all our energy and focus. And I think often I was taken up working uh, in social work in different jobs within that and in the church. Uh, it taught my kids to work hard, and they all really work hard. But I think there's bits now I reflect on thinking I, I could have taken more I could have taken a, a step of faith more, trusted more, taken more days and set a time 
time for the family. And I just want to say that to any parents here. Make sure you take time, because it's a really precious time and it goes very quick. By taking time and demonstrating a trusting God. Lord, I'm trusting you for my finances. I'm trusting you that you uh, are going to look after my family. I'm trusting you, God, that actually uh, you're the one who provides all things for me. Sometimes I, I know I've advised students who are cramming for an exam. And I said, you know what? By taking a clear day off from study, you're demonstrating a trust that God is the one who's in charge. God is the one who's given you all your intellectual ability and God is the one who's got to help you and it's actually important again not just to kind of get totally frazzled out but actually to take time sometimes says Wayne Cordero um, we get so busy rowing the boat that we don't have time to stop and see where we're going or what we are becoming. Make sure that you have times where you can reevaluate that actually you're stepping out of the busyness and the hustle and bustle and actually can look at your priorities. Where am I going? What am I doing in this? Are there things that need to change? What are my strengths and weaknesses? What are the things that energize me? What are the things that drain me? Set, separating the vital long-term goals from the urgent, okay? The vital, the long-term, the things that are actually really important from the things that often other people pressurize you with. Expectations that crowd out actually what's really important, what we intended to do we actually can get crowded out by other people's expectations. We need time to stand back and think, no, no, what I, I'm getting embroiled in stuff that I shouldn't be. I need to make sure that I major on the majors. In many ways, we're all leaders and responsible for different things, whether it be businesses, families, small groups, churches, or simply ourselves. One day, you and I will stand before God and we'll ask, and he will ask us to give an account. And we need to make sure that we don't say, I was just so busy, to be honest. I just, I, I know I kind of wasted this energy on this and I really should have spent it on that. Make sure that actually, so no, I, I disciplined myself and I took some proper rest. Resting is, not, is a lot more than just not working. I believe that God commands us to do it, to enter his rest. We come into his rest. By taking proper rest and setting aside time, we allocate not for work, but to spend recouping ourselves with friends, with family, assessing what we're doing. It's what God's called us and equipped us to do. And most importantly, are clearly setting God in the center of everything we do. It's saying, God, you are central to my life. And let his creativity flow through you this summer.
as you take some time out. It could be one of the most important life-changing things you do by taking time out, by taking proper rest. Read some books that you wouldn't normally read. Give yourself a and Say, actually, I'm going to give myself to that. I'm going to try and actually have some space for that. It's going to be so important. I'd like to finish worshipping. Um, we can do that. I'm going to just pray. Can we just sing that last song again? Lord Jesus, we just come to you now and we just say, God, we thank you for your wonderful creativity and we thank you, God, that you set aside this day right in the creation account, right at the beginning of the Bible, saying this is good, this is great, I'm blessing this, this is a great thing to do. Lord, I pray, Lord, we enter into it, we make sure that other things don't crowd it out and that we actually properly say, God, I'm, I'm going to trust you for this, I'm going to take this time, I'm going to trust you for all these other things.